The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Where are we now on the RTE Gate uh, scandal? Um, Ryan Tuberty, all of that. Well, I, I, I read all the morning papers and I watched all last night's TV programmes and it seems to me, in terms of what's new, first of all, there are two Oireachtas committees going to look into it uh, tomorrow. Uh, the media committee, and we'll speak presently to their chairperson, uh, Neve Smith, Fianna Fáil TD from Cavamonan, and uh, we're going to then speak to the Ireland correspondent of the uh, Indo, uh, Finan Sheehan. Um, it seems one of the things, they're going to go back as far as 2008, including Noel Curran's era, because uh, it was quite clear uh, D Forbes threw quite a few people under the bus yesterday. Uh, she said the legal department and the financial department all knew about the arrangements. Uh, and I think she intimated that the board might have known, but that's uh, not uh, clear. Um, the future of Ryan Tuberty, still unclear. Uh, interesting, uh, uh, Patrick Keelty, the new host of The Late Late Show, was doorstepped in Belfast at a gig last night and he made a very flippant comment, which means he's not paying attention. Um, a lot of the RTE stars um, have revealed their salary. They've gone out of their way, Claire Byrne, Joe Duffy. One person who hasn't is Ray Darcy. Interesting. Uh, we'll give it a day or so before that comes out and I'd say the figure will be a whopper too. But anyway, let's, 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 kick on. Um, the, the issue is, is that D Forbes may not turn up to the committee and they're looking with the Public Accounts Committee if they have the powers to oblige her uh, to turn up and you know that may all run into stand. Meanwhile, the Cabinet are meeting today and Catherine Murphy as you heard from the clip for Leo is to announce the person who will conduct not the Oireachtas review but the Government review into corporate governance in Tarty. Neil Smith, welcome to the programme. Good morning, Ivan. Okay, so just tell us, um, what are you going to do tomorrow? Well, I suppose, I mean, you've covered a lot of ground of what has come out into the public domain over the last couple of days. And I suppose at the heart of it all, and the one thing none of us still know is, or have any explanation for, is why the published salary was not the actual, there's no explanation, I suppose, really, for the actual salary as opposed to the published salary, but we know there is a stark difference in both. Uh, and this is our public broadcaster. Um, I suppose we expect very high standards from our public broadcaster. Um, and, you know, the government, the minister, and the Oireachtas Committee feel uh, fooled, uh, but more importantly, maybe deceived because the, we, what we were told, the expenditure of RT, and we have a remit over expenditure, over governance, over policy. Uh, they have more or less not told the truth to the committee, to the public, and to the government. And that's the one thing we still, in all the statements that have been drip fed over the last number of days, we still have no clarity on that. So there is a big golden opportunity for RTE's executive tomorrow, Ivan, and I really hope they grasp that, that we're, they're not, I suppose, brought in kicking and screaming that they come in agreeably, which I, I'm assuming they will do. I think they've intimated that they will. But more importantly, that when they do come in, that they're upfront forthright and they do explain to the committee how these secret payments were made, what mechanism was put in place to make the secret payments, who authorised them, who was I suppose the architect of them uh, or of the mechanism to do it uh, and has it been done before? None of those questions have been answered yet. We've got no clarity on that and I have no doubt that they are the types of questions that will be on the lips of my uh, committee members tomorrow when they are faced with the executive of RTE. Now, in I have D's, D, D Forbes' statement in front of me, and I quote, At all times, I and the representatives of RTE acted in good faith. 
I saw clips of your committee whereby she was repeatedly asked about the 15% pay cut. I put it to you that she told an untruth. Yes. Yes. And I, I mean, that is what is at the heart of this. It, the, the, it is very clear to me and to everybody watching on, and particularly the general public, because this is about public broadcaster, our public broadcaster, our national public broadcaster, that we weren't told the truth, that we were deceived, that there was secret payments underway for a number of years. It wasn't a once-off. It was for over a number of years. And I think Dee, in, in her in her um, statement, highlights the fact that she wasn't the only person involved. She makes it clear that there were many others within RTE that knew about this, that it wasn't, and possibly something in place before her term as a DG of RTE. So they're the kind of things we need clarity on. And some, some people within the executive board know the answer to these. And the one thing we do not want tomorrow is people coming in and trying to stonewall the committee who are there as elected representatives to, to ask the questions that the public want answers to. Well, well one uh, of those questions, one of those questions, Neve, <clears throat> is this. This payment uh, of €230,760 paid to this account in London, Astus, apparently... And I, I'm just asking you, where are you at with the committee? There was a ex request that it would there would be explicit anonymity, quote unquote, explicit anonymity. And is that not just right there a cover up? Absolutely, absolutely. And those in charge in RTE should have at that point said no. I mean, it is the national public broadcaster with significant funding from the taxpayer who is accountable to the public and to government. And they haven't done that. And there has been a very determined and I suppose uh, effort to uh, deceive the public, to deceive the Iraqis members. Um, because as, as I said at the outset, Ivan, the published expenditure does not reflect the actual expenditure. And we must remind ourselves that this is against a backdrop of continuous appearances from RTE's executive harping on about the financial difficulties within RT. That's, I suppose, what's guarding people most is we've only ever heard, particularly at committee meetings, about the financial difficulties and constraints that uh, RTE was being hampered okay. by not no, having no. a significant... I, I've, seen, I've seen these rodeos before. And, and what will yeah. happen is, first of all, you'll have a statement from RTE that D Forbes is no longer in situ and she's not available. You're going to have a further statement that certain people under legal advice are, can't comment or won't comment because it could prejudice, prejudice their future and their role in the organisation. What are you going to do if you have handball against a haystack? Ivan, it's like this. The future of RTE is in the hands of the executive coming before us tomorrow because all eyes will be on the answers that they give, their openness, their frankness, their uh, their their enthusiasm to tell the people exactly what happened here. Because, you know, this is against a backdrop, of course, of misinformation, disinformation and fake news. And our RTE has been seen and lauded as being a trusted news outlet. Therefore, they must come out front and centre tomorrow and give the truth to people, to give the truth to the uh, the, the committee members about how these secret payments were so, made. Because so who, if they don't, if who they is don't due to it, rock up? Who, who, uh, have you got, like, has Noel Kelly been invited? What What is the situation? Who is actually, who are your star witnesses here? Well, we have invited D Forbes, as you know, it's, I think it's in the public domain. We have specifically invited 
uh, a number of members of the executive, that being Geraldine O'Leary, because she's director of commercial, Jim Jennings, who is head of content, Richard Cons, who is their chief financial officer, Adrian Lynch, as you know, who's uh, stepped in for for uh, for D Forbes, and also uh, Rory Covey, who's head of strategy, along with Juni Rahali, who's the chairperson of the board. And the other question... God knows there's enough asked, of them. Well, I mean, these are the people who, the only people that could be in a position to answer the questions, okay? Uh, And this is against a backdrop of uh, a board that seems to be completely blindsided of what's gone on here over the last number of years. I do know that the Taoiseach has been out to say we have got to establish what is the relationship and what has it been. So so you're you're not inviting Noel Kelly, you're not inviting anyone from the authority, past or present, from the board? Not at this point, but I mean, obviously, Ivan, this is a a, a developing story. It's very fluid. It seems to change minute by minute and hour by hour. Uh, And I suppose we held a private meeting on Friday to get uh, an opportunity as quickly as possible to invite the executive in. And certainly this is... But why aren't you inviting the star witness of all, Ryan Turberty? Well, the, the committee has no remit over individuals. Our remit is over the entity of RTE and we've been specifically, I suppose, and that's been made very clear to us by uh, our, our, our our officials within the Oireachtas. So we have to stay within remit and I suppose we, I, I would want to chair a, a committee meeting that is respectful, that is balanced, that is fair, but equally that is transparent, open and honest. And as I said, it is a golden opportunity for RTE tomorrow to come in and give those answers because if they don't, if they don't, the balance of the future of RT is hanging and it's hanging within the gift of these people to come in tomorrow because the general public out there at the moment, the mood is very poor. The mood is people have been complying for years and paying their, their TV license. RT have been telling us it's broken for years and looking for extra revenue and extra revenue. And as you know, the government was currently working on a, uh, on a plan to see how that might be changed. Uh, that I'm glad to see the minister has paused that for the moment, but I'll tell you, um, the, the public won't wait seven months for answers and I know that right. the Minister and the Taoiseach has said that there'll be out that there'll be a government report on this but the public's not going to wait seven months it will do irreparable damage to the entity of RT and can I just say Ivan the vast majority we're talking about a few key people here the vast majority of RT the reporters the producers the, the researchers do incredible work incredible work for the, for the general public and for democracy in this country and if this committee wants to achieve anything it's to ensure that we hold that steadfast right. for the general Public. Neve Smith, uh, uh, TD, uh, Chair of the Committee on Media. Uh, we await that one thirty tomorrow, uh, their meeting. Finon uh, of the Indo, welcome uh, to the programme. Uh, yeah, you had a bit of a cut-off of uh, Patrick Kilty today. Well, my, my colleague, Kirsty Blake-Knox, met him on, on Sunday night after the event uh, in Belfast. And he didn't respond in any way satisfactorily to her questions. She asked him two things. One, have you he, said, he said he needed a few beers before he died. Like, I've always wondered, if you're living in London, whether you actually uh, get maybe the public mood at the moment. Yeah. Because, like, it'd be one thing to say, look, I've signed a confidentiality agreement. Uh, you could say anything. But to be flippant about it was just yeah, was not the right answer. Then when he was asked about his own salary, no answer at all. And some PR flunky stepped in to, to rescue him and take him away and say... Patrick was tired and had to have something to eat and he'd come out later and answer questions and of course he didn't. So Mr. Keelty now seems to think he's on a different level to everybody else. Uh, He's not. On Artie's current rules, we wouldn't find out until 2026 what he's paid. I'm not too sure if after events of the past week that's terribly satisfactory 
and I've noticed that that the the main coalition party, the leading coalition party, Fine Gael, have also called for transparency in this matter. What are you expecting to come out of cabinet today? A, a person to head up the corporate governance uh, review, um, somebody in the public or private sector, eminent individuals to to carry that out. But that'll take quite some some time. Uh, terms of reference not even ready for it yet, but that it shouldn't take that take that long really. But you're you're talking about several months to put that together. Uh, I'd imagine another, you know, generally firm statement saying we're not happy about this at all. There's also dissatisfaction with our government on, on a couple of related matters, uh, and that is the amount of time that it's taken RT to put any facts and figures out there. Uh, it, this is dragging on now into its fifth day. It's very much a, a drip feed. There's a great dissatisfaction with that. And also the level of transparency that there was in terms of keeping the government informed of what was going on here. RTE have been aware that there was a major issue here since since, since March. They have known that this issue related to Ryan Tuberty's salary, that it would be a big issue. At the end of the day, it was first discovered by a top five accountancy firm, Deloitte. They brought in another top five accountancy firm, Grant Thornton, to double down on that and do a, a related review. Shuni Raleigh, the chair of RTE, was meeting with Leo Varadkar only last month to discuss the licence fee and said nothing to him. Didn't mention there is a bombshell coming down the track here. So that's not terribly It, it speaks to the culture, you know, uh, of, of, of denial. This 2017-2019-120 payment, uh, D Forbes said none to do with me. I mean, if, if, you're, if you're there for the last six years, you might find out what that was about. What, what is the story about that? Yeah, that's the great, the great mystery. So this, this was... Uh, in effect, also delved into by the Grand Thornton Review, which we're expecting to be partly published today. And then there's another review going on in, in RTE. So well, you'd expect that the Oireachtas Committee tomorrow and Thursday would delve into that and say, what exactly was this about? I mean, the, the murky and muddy and all as the, the commercial arrangement with, with Renault and the subsequent payment of that uh, fee of 75 grand uh, across the uh, three years to Ryan Tuberty was there is a, uh, an element of clarity about what exactly was going on there. We don't know why 120 grand was paid to Ryan Tuberty in the three previous years. And when you even have D Forbes uh, saying she doesn't know what that's about, that's a big problem. And RT are going to have to clari- have clarify that one. Now, Finon, you've been around the block and nobody's answering this question. I asked Pascal yesterday, just from, you know, what, what your, your sense of this. Do you think Ryan Tuberty will be back in RT ever? Uh, I don't think he'll be back in the next week. Anyway, I don't think it's just the case that he can sit this out for a week. If, if anything, his problems were exacerbated by his own response to this last week, this notion that nothing to do with me, but this is all to do with RT's finances, that didn't go down gone well, uh, resulted in him having to come out subsequently. He's now in a position where he can add some clarity on these matters. Just on that issue we discussed there, 2017, 2019, how come you were paid an extra 120 grand? He's choosing not to. It's, it's not the case that, that he doesn't know or he couldn't find out from his agent, Noel Kelly, what exactly was that, that payment uh, about. Uh, he's, chosen, he's choosing not to come forward with additional information uh, that would bring some level of clarity to the public. And ultimately, it is the RTE organisation that is suffering as a result of, of, of that. 
So there's bound to be some some consequence for, for Ryan Tuberty as a result of that. There's another issue that pertains to Ryan Tuberty. There is now a new contract for him because he's given up the Late Late Show. So therefore, he's doing his regular radio slow and presumably some other uh, TV slots. What's the nature of, of that contract? What are the team third season C's? What's the big uh, figure attached to that? Are we again going to have to wait till 2026? Uh, or RT or Ryan Tuberty going to disclose that? There's nothing stopping him this morning doing what Claire Byrne did yesterday morning, which is, these are my figures. This is the figure as it is now. This is the additional work okay. that I do. So you get a, 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 an overall picture. All right, Finn Sheen, Ireland editor of The Independent. Thank you uh, for that analysis. And I should just say, it's an interesting story in the end of today. They asked Richard Bruton, RT got, on top of the £196 million for the licence fee, they got a COVID bailout of £50 million just in the last few years. And no one is talking about it. You need to pay attention. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk.